श्री गुरुदेव पदित भगवान की जय श्रीमान महाप्रभु की जय श्री श्री गौर नित्यनंद की जय श्री श्री कृष्ण बलराम जी की जय श्री श्री गौर राधा माधव की जय श्री हरिनाम संकीर्तन की जय गौर भक्त वृंद की जय गौर प्रेमानंदारी रूप गोस्वामी प्रभुपाल की जय श्री उपदेशमृत की स्टार्टिंग third shloka padashamrita which where shila rupa goswami speaks about six uh, favorable things to embrace in the context of bhakti <coughs> utsaha to express enthusiasm but a particular type of enthusiasm because we can be enthusiastic in, in so many wrong directions <laughs> not to be maya means to be enthusiastic basically <laughs> with something that you shouldn't but you are so it's a type of enthusiasm so to be in under the shelter of yoga maya sort of shakti is another type of enthusiasm that will take you to embrace in a very serious way everything that will enhance your bhakti so that's the type of enthusiasm that rupa goswami considers here as basically favorable to the sidar maharaj will say even if you have no qualification at least the minimum thing will be asked for you some type of enthusiasm some type of longing some type of sincere hunkering in the direction of bhakti so utsaha nischayat we spoke about nischayat you remember which was the, the meaning of that determination again determination yeah determination or making some effort with certain confidence so we spoke about the importance of of having proper confidence in the proper direction of balancing properly sacrifice with 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 grace basically mm-hmm. after that we went to dharyat which means patient or as maharaj translated which was the word forbearance forbearance thanks so much to so explain this concept in, in detail trying to explain about how we should uh, be able to uh yeah basically have the proper patient but also the proper longing no like a mother being pregnant no she has some longing longing she wants to meet her baby but she has to wait at least 9 months no <laughs> if she has no patience and wants to see him at 5 months it will be disaster <laughs> and if there is no longing i mean she's not real mother <laughs> so <laughs> both things should be there patience but longing nurturing the patience and patience nurturing the longing so properly balanced there but properly determination during that patience as we quoted some verses from the bhagavad uh, while tolerating different difficulties i remember this famous quote that haridas thakur say no? when he said even if, I, if my body is cut to pieces i will keep chanting harinam my different pieces will will continue vibrating hari nam and as, as i remember famous story of krishna das bawaji maharaj when he was in the hospital and they connected the how do you call this in english 
stethoscope. And what appeared there, as you may believe me or not, was that pasta. Harinam. The whole Mahamantra was appearing in this. Scientifically proved. There we can fit scientifically proved. Every pore of his being was just immersed, drenched to Harinam. So Haridas Thakur had this idea. Even so many difficulties he had to go through, even if they want to cut me in pieces, well, that's not an obstacle to continue with my bhajan. That shouldn't be. <coughs> so we spoke about that also, and the three last attributes we shared, tat karma prabhartanat sangatyakat satovritte, the importance of following the proper activities uh, described in bhakti, shravanam kirtanam, so on, navalakshan bhakti, or as um, Rupa Goswami we summarize them in five. Panchanga Bhakti calls sometimes. Sadhu Sangha, Nama Kirtan, Bhagavad Shravan, Mathura Bhas, Srimurti, Sradaya Sivana. And uh, Sangha Tegat, Rupa Goswami. Interestingly, this section is about what you should do. But again, he says, Sangha Tegat, avoid bad association. And you may say, Rupa Goswami, but that was the previous verse when you were speaking about what not to do. But eventually, no? Nyakanaya, what we spoke, no? the logic of posting, what? hammering the post, basically. So this has to be really clear. Today I was studying a little some purpose of the Bhagavad by Jiva Goswami and Sanatan Goswami. And it's interesting because you go to Jiva Goswami's purpose, and some of them are, you, can, you could say, there is some sort of, how do you say in English, plagiar, plagiarism. It's exactly the same, basically. Copy-paste. Not always. Not always, but some of them. So why? No? And we find this in similar instances. Baladevi, Devushan, Vunram, Nujacharya, and some others. But the idea is this. No? Nyaka Nyaya. No? Like to firmly establish that would have to be clear. Like when you put some post and you hammer it. And one, two, three. Oh. So it's fixed. The idea is clear. So Sangatyaga try to be, take care of and proper association that intimate, basically, intimacy with people that will uh, alter alter your identity, will convert you in something else than what you want to be, basically. So Sangha has to do with that, with intimacy and, and seeing our own identity transformed because of that intimacy. So we should know who is in our... Sakya Mandalam or Circle of Friends. <laughs> and finally, no, from the other side, the same, the same thing from the other side of the coin, Satobrite. No. Be careful of bad association, even in the, in, the dis, in the disguise of devotional appearance. And Satobrite try to follow the waves, as we were speaking yesterday in Hawaiian terms. Try to ride on the waves. Sadhu, Satobrite also can be said Sadhu Briti. Also, Briti also means wave. So try to ride on the wave, no? on the sad. No? On the wave, not only has to do with going to Hawaii with Ashram Arash. That's interesting also. <laughs> <laughs> but mainly in our particular tradition, we speak about sound waves. No? So we are very interested in riding the sound waves that emanate from the sad. So that's real surfing for us. <laughs> so Sato Brite in those terms. So today, I mean, till now, Srila Rupa Goswami, as you may, you have seen, 
he quite emphasized Sadhu Sangha from here, from there, from up to down, left, right, every direction. And he will continue doing that in this verse and many other verses as well, to really make clear this point. So now in this fourth verse, he will try to describe how to properly interact with the sadhu. He say, okay, sadhu sangha is so fundamental, sadhu breath is so crucial for our sadhaka project, for our devotional identity. So what to do with the sadhu is next in front of you. I mean, what to do there? <laughs> you have to do something. There, there has to be interaction, basically. You are totally personalist philosophers. So it, it implies... I acknowledge your individuality. No? Because if not, that I remember that was said by Purnachandra Swami very nicely. No? If, if, if an institution is not promoting properly developing your sense of individuality, even on the relative emotional, psychological level that would need a balance, if that's not being properly promoted, we are against that individuality, we are against being an individual, that's my about. <coughs> That's a form of impersonalism against pers- per- the persona itself. No? So that's not our philosophy. So we really worship subjectivity and personality in its proper expression. So here, Rupa Goswami will give us another six. Uh, how do you say in English? Tips. Yeah. Okay, in Spanish we use the same word. We <laughs> stole that from your language. So, so already three verses which he mentioned six. Tips here and there, no? Bhakti you Nottaku know, replies them in his famous Vaishnavtakur song. No? He speaks, speaks about these six things to, to do, to avoid, etc. So here, the six types of pretty lakshanam will be mentioned. Six types of loving exchange, basically. I mean, Sadhu Sangha is all about loving exchange. I'll try to have that in clear. If you want to reach love for Krishna, <laughs> you have to reach love for the Vaishnava. <laughs> because Krishna is there, as you know. No? So when you have a Sadhu in front of you, you have the goal of your life standing there. Because the goal of life is Krishna Bhakti, Krishna Prem. So with someone Krishna Bhakti, Krishna Prem is in your life, the goal of your life is there. So what? how will you reciprocate toward the personified goal of your life, appearing in front of you, speaking to you, shaking you when it's required. <laughs> you have to do something. <laughs> First, allow yourself to be shaken. Well, that will be a very loving shaking. But some of the things are there also to do. <laughs> so this verse will inform us a little bit about that. So the verse goes like this. If you want to join. Dadati prati glinati guyamakyati prichati Bhunte bojayate chaiva sadvidam pritilakshanam. So this sadvidam pritilakshanam, he says there are six sadvidam, six features of pritilakshanam. Lakshanam means like attributes, like qualities, characteristic. Yeah? Okay. And priti. Priti means affection. So he started by, by putting that foundation. We will speak about sadhusanga, we will speak about affection. If you forget that word, the sadhusanga became something else in the way. <laughs> but it's no longer sadhusanga. No? So we have to be careful because if pre- proper preti is not there, and with preti I do not mean sentimentalism, mundane, emotionalism. Now we will understand what's preti. But if we don't, we do not worship and take care of Pretty in Sadhu Sangha, Sadhu Sangha has the potential of becoming a Satsangha eventually. If you are not putting the right ingredient, the right spice into the whole recipe, 
I mean, there, there are some ingredients for the recipe of Sadhu Sangha. And main spice is pretty. When Rupa Goswami spoke about Sadhu Sangha, three features, which was the, the, which, which was the main one he mentioned. Snik Dasya. Well, maybe that was not the main one. Maybe it was Vajatya. But I think he mentioned Snik Dasya first. So Snik Dasya means affectionate. You have to associate with people who is affectionate to you. Swajatya is from the same species, basically. (laughs) From the same family, from the same mood, from the same nature. This cannot be applied in different levels. Han Swatavara, interesting point also. It means there should be ideally higher than you. I mean, there are different types of exchanges, but there should be at least some Sadhu Sangha with higher people than you, because if you just look to for people who is lower than you, there's some, some strange stuff there. And also Sheila Sia Maras will say, when looking for people higher than you, it's nice to have the shelter of someone who is really higher than you, but it's also necessary to have the close company of people that is not so higher than you, but still higher. <laughs> so that people can be like, how to say, interceding? Like intermediate, like in, in the midst of the, yeah. no, Bhagavat, us, <laughs> and someone in the middle, yeah. not tra- giving the subtitles of what's coming there, no, and translating sometimes the, the movie that can really get Chinese for our ears. <laughs> <laughs> no? So that's so that, there are different levels of Sadhu Sangha, but I don't want to go there. That will be topics for next verse. So you may continue with the series after Maharaj or whoever. No? Fifth verse, different types of devotees, how to associate with them according to the, their standing. But now he's given a more general way, description of how to associate with any devotee, no matter which is their standing. Later we may enter into specifics. Rupa Goswami goes into the after next verse. Here he speaks about three, six loving exchanges. So And the six are in three uh, like pairs, basically connected to each other from like the same thing from the from the two. Again, emphasizing this is reciprocal. Mm. No? <laughs> this is reciprocal. It's like how do you say two-way street? Yes. Basically, it's two-way street. It's not just my way street. <laughs> two-way. Not only my way, I will be the one who gives. Not only my way, I will be just the one who oh, give me, give me, give me, give me. No, but Reciprocal because love is reciprocal. If not, it's totally basically my abad. There's no one else to reciprocate with. So let's go with the first two, dadati pratigrinati, which means offering gifts. Yeah. So giving and receiving. All of them will be about giving and receiving, <coughs> giving and receiving, giving and receiving. Giving different ingredients. As an excuse to the idea of giving and receiving, giving whatever, but giving and receiving. Not whatever, but <laughs> understand this idea of giving and receiving. Sometimes we consider easier to just receive, to just give maybe, or to just receive, depending on the case. For some people it's easier to, to give, but they find difficulty in receiving. No? That can be a form of ego also. No, no, no I, I don't want to receive anything. Someone wants to give a gift. Oh no, it's okay. I'm okay like <laughs> because there is a commitment there. No? In any giving and receiving is responsibility, commitment, inti- intimacy. As, as we say, sangha means intimacy. It starts to transform you. Someone wants to give something means 
someone is entering your heart, so what you will do about that? <laughs> so, so Dadati first starts saying, Dadati giving gifts. Also, some acharyas have made that clear. Try to give, to give gifts. Also, that's important. That may be necessary for the occasion. Maybe a sadhu requires something in particular. So that's, I mean, you can give so many gifts, but also it's nice when you know someone needs something, and I will be specific. In my gifts, it means I have a particular concern. Oh, you needed that? This is here. Because if someone comes to me and gives, I'm not a sadhu, of course, but let's suppose I'm a sadhu. Let's dream for a while. <laughs> and someone comes to me and gives me, a, I don't know, a suit. <laughs> so, okay, thanks for the gift. <laughs> I'll try to sell it in the Amazon and collect something. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever wear that. No? So, one has to be practical also, not realistic in what you will give. If to hungry Hasta devotee, you go and give a Kamandalu and whatever. It means like his wife will look like, what's going on there? <laughs> Just wait 25 years more. <laughs> whatever. No? So we, it's, it's a nice way of showing affection. I'm concerned about what do you need, what can be more useful in your life. I want to give you that. And that should be natural. I remember now in, being in Poland with Guru Maharaj, we have this nice retreat there. And at the end of the retreat, in one point we went, maybe you, are, you know about that, we went to one Eastern temple nearby. We were invited. So Agni Prabhu was there. He was invited to the Kirtan. Guru Maharaj was also invited, <laughs> but no, more like secondarily, and you can go. Um, but Agni Dev will do the kirtan mainly. <laughs> that was the first idea. But everything started to go so nicely, and I understood that they were nice, very nice devotees, but they were a little bit like concerned what may happen from from upstairs, let's say, no? <laughs> the heavenly realm. <laughs> So Agnidev started the kirtan and everything started like to really flow and it became a very particular intense kirtan and Guru Maharaj was there. Every, everyone became like just one one family and that's I, th- I think that was the idea, right? No? Gol Paribar. We are all apart from that family. Bhaktinot Paribar but also Gol Paribar and there we have everyone has its play, their place. And the Miridanga player was an Iskon devotee. He played very nice, but Miridanga was not so nice as the Miridanga player. <laughs> so, so Guru Maharaj took attention in that. And eventually he was invited to share some words, to give uh, some words about Panchatatta, the deities were there. So eventually he was endingly giving some mini lecture of 30 minutes about So everything was very nice. So when we returned, Guru Maharaj said, uh, they had a very, not very nice Miridanga there. So I want to give them a new Miranda. So there was one devotee there, Premarnova, who had a very nice Miranda, the ones we were using in there. I think I never played such a nice Miranda in my life. It was a very nice Miranda. And he said, give, give them Premarnova's Miranda. No. So his wife was close by and started like to... <laughs> like to sweat. Premarnava was not there, but her wife was there sweating. <laughs> if her wife was sweating, implied Premarnava would have a heart attack or something. If he... So she says, Oh, but he's really attached to that Miranda Guru Maharaj. Yeah, he really is attached. So she insisted so much that we ended up saying, Okay, we won't give that Miranda, but we will collect to buy a similar Miranda and give that to him. So Guru Maharaj immediately started to 
give one donation he had, no, no, and so on. So at, at some moments after the devotee said, Oh, Guru Maharaj, wow, what a, a nice attitude from you, what a surprising attitude. He said, no, this shouldn't be surprising. I mean, this, is a nat- this should be natural between sad- devotees. Give gifts, receive gifts. I mean, what's extraordinary in what I'm doing? No, he was trying to make that point. I mean, like saying, you also should be giving Vedangas. No, sorry. <laughs> Maybe not always Vedangas. The point is, this should be like on a daily basis, not just wait for a special occasion. This is your birthday. You have a gift. Of course, there are so many gifts love, affection, shelter, trust, and also some, no? For example, yesterday, uh, Subal told me that we gave a very nice gift to Gopal Nandini by honoring her invitation. Hopefully that was a gift. So he told me she will never forget that in her life. So I was thinking, okay, if, if the whole show will be a disaster, that it was not, <laughs> only... If that created some impression and some scarring Gopal Nandini for her whole life, the whole event was justified just by giving that. It's a gift also. We felt it was a gift from her. She feels it was a gift from us. So that was a, the Dati Prati Grinati dynamic. So thank you very much. <laughs> so, so my point is, there's a little, little unforgettable moments. No? It's just going to a place for some hours but in such a way, in such a dynamics and environment that it creates some huh? impression in someone that will always stay there. And even in the difficult moments of your life, those things appear and you really say, no, no, I don't want to run anywhere else. Maybe stay with, with the devotees here. <laughs> and maybe it doesn't cost even money. No? For me, it was free. I think they had to pay some tickets some other people. And Swamis were first row, no? For free. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> so the idea of giving, no, giving is so important. As Guru Maharaj said, no, life is about giving. No. In Spanish, with life we say vida. No, interesting. And giving we say da, dar. Dar is to give. And be is like when you ask for bees. I don't know if in English when the musician plays and you ask for more. In Spanish, is ask bees. Bees means like again. I want to be something. Buy in English, say buy. Whatever. So be da actually means da means dar, give, and be means again. <laughs> so life, at least in Spanish, means give, and you may say, I already, I have already given again. That's what life about. And Guru Maharaj quotes in the Veda says, if, and if that's very difficult for you to do, at least take a little dust and start to exercise your hands with this mudra. Instead of this one, that's from time immemorial. <laughs> no? So now the opposite movement, not like giving. At least just dust, ashes to ashes, <laughs> dust to dust. No? It sounds like sarcastic, but some people has to start there, really. No? So to realize, oh, I feel some release, no? relief when doing this. It's, it's nice. Like we were saying the other day, just you do this. Just you do this for 10 seconds, you feel so. So just you do this <laughs> instead of this. <laughs> so very important to, to give on one side, and as, and as we said also, to give hopefully specific gifts 
that you know will create a particular samskar in the other person that will turn them even more favorable to Krishna consciousness. Well, what the best service to the devotees that can be? How I can make them, how I can make this sadhu sangha more sadhu sangha? No? <laughs> because sadhu sangha has the potential of becoming more sadhu sangha, basically. No? That in- increases its quality, quantity. So that should be our concern as aspiring sadhus, how to nurture the fire of the sadhu sangha that is already there. So giving, gifts, receiving. As we say, receiving is very, very great exercise for humility. When you recognize, oh, I need that. I need, because I, actually what I need is the affection that is coming through the gift. So if a devotee gives you something, it can be also false humility. No, no, thank you. No, no, I don't need that. But we don't need affection. Even if someone gives me the suit, may I may not need, need the suit and I may sell it on Amazon, <laughs> but I will accept that because I know there is some affection there. <laughs> so I take the affection, I sell the suit. <laughs> but the important thing is the affection, as we said the other day. Patram Pushpam Falam Soyam. Krishna says, Give me the affection. No? The packaging, whatever. No water, leaf, fruit, I don't care. Bhakti, bhakti. No? So this is the same. Dadati, pratikvinati. And in the case of receiving, of course, you know, so, so there's a very, this very nice tradition of <clears throat> of receiving certain things from the devotees and thinking, I'm being, I'm sustaining my practice by those gifts that are coming to me. Now, this is a famous shloka by Uddhav when he was, as Guru quotes, Uddhav was wearing all of Krishna's royal clothes from Dwarka. Because Uda was his secretary at Dwarka, so he, he received all the remnants, the Mahaprasad, Prasadi, called sometimes, clothes from Krishna. So he was similar to Krishna, and more similar to Krishna with all the clothes. And he said, this is my, barag- my, my Baragya, he says. By doing this, I'll conquer Maya. By wearing this fancy imperial, imperial clothes, that's my topmost austerity. <laughs> so it's difficult to figure out our type of renunciation, <laughs> but that's a very deep one, you know? Because his idea was this, I'm being maintained by Krishna, by Krishna's grace, I'm being qualified by Krishna's grace, I'm, like we, we were speaking yesterday, I mean, costless mercy is not only maintaining us, but Qualifying us. I mean, the only way we can qualify in bhakti is through causeless mercy. The only way we can do progress. So, if you think you are increasing your adhikar without mercy, you are actually disqualifying yourself. So be careful. Sometimes we want to increase our adhikar, but forgetting that that will happen only by mercy. So in that attempt of increasing our adhikar, we are becoming less and less qualified. Bhakti Thakur says that in Navadhi Bhavataranga. The devotee advances only by its causeless mercy. So we are maintaining ourselves, but that is this tradition in India that if, for example, you go to a sadhu, you go to Vashram Maharaj, and you give, give to him, you pay attention, you say, oh, maybe his, his socks are a, are a little bit, like, how do you say, not broken, how do you say? Tattered. Tattered. Okay, you see the color, that's the one he likes. So you go to the shop, 
He asked for new socks. In that color, he likes it, Mara. That's Mahara. She does she those type that. of things. Okay. Okay. I, I joined her party bar. So you go as a Mara, I brought you very nice clothes, socks, new for you, but there is a condition huh? in the contract. You have to sign here some little letters there. And it's, you have to give me those used ones. So you give me, you accept this, I take the used one, and I will use them as prasad. So there is this tradition that a devoted tribe only wants to use things that have been only used by, used by someone else or blessed by someone else. So even if you have to go to the shop and buy something, okay, you don't need to put to other devotees, please wear this now, I can wear that. <laughs> but you can even offer that on the altar in meditation, trying to, this idea of, this is not for me first. Srila Siramarash will, will explain this in the context of yaknya. Now, yaknya means, please, everything first goes to the center, and after going to the center, harmony is created. Harmony means there is a center. There are many other things, like in music, different tones like this, but there is some center, some orchestra director. Yaknya by Vishnu, as says the Veda. So, <clears throat> that's a very nice exercise no, to try to receive and understand. Basically, I just develop the consciousness I'm being sustained by the remnants of the sadhu. Whatever remnants, the remnants of their clothes, the remnants of their food, the remnants of their harikata, because that's what Prahlad will say, puna punas char vita char vananam. What does it mean? Prahlad said, material life is about Chewing what has been already chewed. But also we can apply that to Harikata. No? <laughs> because you are trying to speak about those things that already someone else spoke. They were chewing, they were digesting, they were processing their thing. Have some insight, share that with you, and now you are trying to... Not just like a parrot repeating, but like a parrot. The other type of parrot. No? No? Uh, beating, biting, biting the fruit and making it sweeter. So, puna punas charvita charvana has multiple meanings. And one of them is, we are, once we were speaking, maybe this was too much, but what to do? That happens. <laughs> that happens sometimes, especially with certain devotees, and this is one of them. Shamananda Prabhu, who lives in Madhuban from Sweden. We get together and sometimes become really weird, you know, because well, we know each other for many months of time. So I was given the talk, I was given about this idea of the remnants that he started. Oh Maharaj, so in, in the fourth verse of Guru Astakam, Chatur Bida, what is the verse? Sri Bhagavad Prashadam. No? So there's spoken about four types of Prashadam that Guru is sharing with the disciples. Maybe that means also if we understand the remnants as Harikata, these four types of remnants regarding Nana, Rupa, Guna, Lila. So we start to like to just. <laughs> of course, the literal meaning of the song is not speaking about that, but we could take some you know, license to, to, to understand that we are being nurtured and sustained by that, that, that food. No? So, Dadati and Prati Grinati, hmm? trying to <coughs> give and trying to receive. Both things are equally important. It's not that giving is more important. Because immediately giving implies some type of receiving. Because you can only give what you have already received, basically. So, so implies 
a type of receiving, of course. Not, not receiving just in a selfish way, taking everything, but receiving, giving what you have received, and of course trying to... This is a circle. So, first this, Dadati Prati Grinatino. Share gifts that may be ideally necessary for the other one, and receive those gifts, maybe in the context of prasad, no? these elements that sustain your life. <clears throat> Second two, two pairs of, of qualities are guhyam and kiti prichati. This is very important. The word guhyam says it all, basically. Guhyam <laughs> implies confidential confidentiality or secrets or whatever. And uh, and that should be also the, the way of exchange. Guhyama Kyatipriti means reveal your mind confidentially and also uh, yeah, ask confidentially and also receive that from the other side as well. If a disciple is uh, affectionate to his guru, again the, the word affection comes here, a brief word, it says, Guru was so pleased with the affection of the, that's part of the change, he will share all his secrets with the disciples. So the only way that, if you want to have some secrets, to reach some secret, sorry, not to have. <laughs> Be affectionate. That will disclose whatever is hidden in the innermost cave of the sadhu's heart. Mm-hmm. That will create the proper, as we say, teachable moment for opening and opening the heart. So everything in our tradition is really confidential, secret. Raja Vidya, Raja Guhyam, Gopayet, Guru Radmana, Everything is yeah. hide your guru, hide your mantra. Hide in the sense, keep the confidentiality to, to speak about certain topics in a very delicate way. No? Our goal is to enter into the heart of the sadhu, and Srila Maharaj will say, if you want to enter into the heart of the sadhu, first you give your password to the sadhu so he can enter your heart. No? It's not just, ah, I want to enter there. Let him, let her hmm, enter your heart and not only enter your heart but let him or her do whatever he or she considers to do there like Guru Maharaj was giving this example of the how do you say in English interior decorator Mm -hmm. that you even are paying to that person the guy comes to your house and starts basically dismantling the whole the whole thing and you say oh my god I'm paying you just to make my house disappear, basically. And he said, no, 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 this is just the preliminary stage. After that comes the proper ornamentation, decoration. No? So, first, no? anartani vritti, bhajana kriya, purification, taking out all that is no? excessive, <laughs> and eventually real decoration will come. So you have to let the person do that. I mean, you have to trust the criteria of the interior decoration. Guru is an interior decorator. Enters to your heart and starts to look. Oh, this out, this out. Maybe I will use some 
TNT. <laughs> Many things have to be out here <laughs> through his extractions and like this is like really blowing many things blowing our minds eventually you know? but eventually the decoration side comes you know? so we have full trust in that person but it's important that we let the other person if we want Sadhu to disclose the secrets of his her heart we should be able to disclose our own, our own secrets we shouldn't have secrets now, if you are interested in knowing about the secret of life all secret of life is have no secrets <laughs> no, when you have no secrets when you have as Guru Maharaj will say no private life because as this person asked one him I think that spiritual life should be something private in your, from your closet in and Guru Maharaj said no I think that spiritual life means your private life and your public life are one and the same that's spiritual life between your public life and your private life, one and the same. I mean, I'm not, I do not mean disclose your bank account, password, and all this stuff. But <laughs> no, you have to understand. I was happy now. I was at Madhuban, and they gave me one, like new, little cabin that they were re- like uh, fixing, and they fixed in such a way that all the walls of the cabin are actually windows. <laughs> <laughs> and this was funny because when Gorsunda came to show me the house he was a little bit like oh I don't know Let, I felt no, he was like wondering I don't know if Mar- it will be too much for Maharaj so he was showing me the house well we're fixing this these are the windows but if you want some private place the bathroom is quite big <laughs> because I asked him why the bathroom is so big it was half of the cabin but maybe you want some more private place and okay I think thank you that the bathroom had no windows <laughs> it was interesting consideration <laughs> but after outside the bathroom it was really nice to be in a, in a place where I mean I had no privacy it was all windows and whatever was walking by no one was walking by it was in the midst of the jungle <laughs> <laughs> but whoever may come, I mean, I have no no privacy there. No? So it's a very nice exercise for everyone. You know? So <coughs> gradually, no, not to the point of neurosis, but gradually we should understand. I shouldn't. I should live my life in such a way that I shouldn't have nothing to hide. No? There's a famous idea that you should behave as if your guru is always next to you. But this is not only a mental technique. It's like that. I mean, <laughs> your guru is always with you. Take the guru, and Sri Guru are two sim- identical manifestations, inside, outside. So remember, no, Sri Guru is there. So, and I know if we really will be aware of that, so many things we are we will not be doing, singing, watching, hearing, eating, whatever. <laughs> but again, not to the point of neurosis, but to the point of a healthy awareness. Oh, David's here in my heart. He's trying to occupy the throne here. So I have to do proper Gundicha Marjan. Not only once a year when Gundicha Marjan counts, but everything. <laughs> Preparing the throne. So, Uyama Prichati. So, reveal the mind to the sadhu also. This is very important. Do not think that, because I've seen sometimes devotees thinking, revealing the mind is just go with all, go all the, your bunch of problems. There's the sadhu. He's there for solving your problems. And he's just like throw all your 
And that's all. I mean, you are not... And when the sound is okay, it's hearing, hearing, hearing. Okay, okay. He ends like the, yesterday, this plastic monster that was there. And <laughs> 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 at that point, he wants to give you some advice. No? So you are not, again, indulging in the things that created those circumstances that you are not just like... And you say, no, 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 now that I rebuild my mind, I feel relief. So it's okay, not necessary to say anything. Thank you, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> so it's interesting how I say, when, when wise men speak, wise men listen. So we should also rebuild the mind. It's not only, I want relief from this thing, so please give me your ears. And, and when the advice wants to manifest... Thanks so much, but I'm okay now. So, not to see Sri Guru, not to see the sadhu as just a, 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 a solving problem machine or whatever. You know? it's, I, mean, I mean, they are there to solve our problems, but that's not all. I mean, rebuild the mind is also, especially rebuild the mind in this particular verse, it speaks about sharing confidential insects that came through your bhajan. I mean, that's a, mo- one, that's a very affectionate thing to do with someone. You are sharing your heart. Of course, in a moment of necessity, you may share some crisis and some problem. But if you are only looking for that person whenever you have problems and nothing else, nothing good to report, I mean, that's not very reciprocal nor affectionate. Right? So, ideally, we should have uh, something nice to say to the sadhu. If we are really taking sadhu sangha, something good should be happening in our lives. I mean, something good should be there to report. Our weather reports should be sunny some days. There will be cloudy days, of course, rainy days, some tsunami here and there, but, but there should be definitely some sunny days, some rainbows here and there. <laughs> because if not, Sadhu will say, I mean, you never come to me to report any, anything auspicious. What are you doing with your life? <laughs> so... Well, that's nice. Well, that's nice. When you share your insects in the positive way, there will be also reciprocation, and both of you will, both parts will be nurtured by a proper, uh, intimate exchanging. So, so guham akyati prichati. Open your heart, let the sadhu enter, and as much as you let the sadhu enter, you can enter the sadhu. As much as you have given your password, and there are so many passwords. So you have to give them all. <laughs> There's so many high walls, as Guru Maharaj says in this story of Krishna being a thief, and that's our fortune. He doesn't care for all the passwords we had put. <laughs> but it also is nice that you voluntarily give. These are my passwords. Like symbolically. You can enter here in this way, in this way. Or if, even if I forgot some of the passwords, sometimes it happens. <laughs> you start to enter and do whatever you like there. You know my heart better than me. That's a very challenging thing to accept that there is someone else who knows me better than me. <laughs> that's that's a very punching thing for the ego. There are some other people who may not even know, have never met you personally, or know, not know your name, but they know you better than you <laughs> because they know who you are really, what's your potential, how to nurture that. While you may know that partially, they know it completely. So they know you better than you. And they love you more than you love yourself sometimes. That can happen. Maybe embarrassing. <laughs> but at the same time, maybe, as we said yesterday, we, we, we become full of hope. 
No? I realize I do not love me so much because I do not, I'm not fully aware of who I, I am and who I can be. But the sadhu knows that. As Sri Lassidharmara says, Guru is your own potential appearing in front of you. So that's, that can be shocking <laughs> in the good sense. Your own Guru is showing you this is all you can become in. With his acts, her acts, words, they are just reflecting your own potential. So by looking at the Guru, hearing your Guru, following your Guru, you are, he's just showing you you can become all this. And you should, ideally. <laughs> that will mean that you are taking seriously what I'm trying to give you. Basically, that's the, 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 the business of the Guru, if you will, business. That's Guru what I say. Disciples are looking for Guru. Gurus are desperate for real disciples. <laughs> the best offering we can do to Sri Guru, try to become a pure devotee. <laughs> That's the topmost gift. So finally, I don't want to extend myself too much. Bhumtebo Jayate. Which means, give prasadam and please receive. <laughs> From the proper place, exactly, no? Prasad is a very high thing, it's not a joke. Prasad means Krishna's grace. I remember being in India and one devotee was like, arrived to the temple, did not happen. You go to India, many places, the Acharya is the one serving Prasad. First time I went to India, I was shocked. I was sitting, and the Acharya was coming with the pot and serving. I was like, but you are the Acharya. Eventually I, I got to understand, yes. And the chair is the one who gives the grace. What's prasad? Grace. <laughs> so one devotee one went to one temple <laughs> and, and didn't have anything to do. I say, oh, I think someone wants prasad. I will say prasad. Someone has to do that. So, so, so the guru appears and say, what are you doing? And I'm serving prasad. Do you think that anyone can serve prasad? Do you think that anyone can give Krishna's grace? And he was like, <laughs> Give me prasad, please. <laughs> so that's the point. No? Receiving and giving, no? there's particular backgrounds there, how to do it properly. So prasad is a whole... As we spoke, uh, I don't know, some days ago, this idea of honoring prasad is not just, let's see how it tastes that, but let's see how they taste it. <laughs> no? I want to connect with their experience. I want their experience to become eventually my experience. I mean, that's love. What they are feeling, I want to know that, to experience that, so I can reciprocate and serve that. So, that's what Mahaprabhu was doing. He was taking Jagannath Mahaprasad, and he was relishing Jagannath saliva. That was his level of... <laughs> so, till you don't reach the, the Lordship saliva, you cannot stop. You should continue taking prasad and in the proper spirit Sri Lassidha Maharaj mentions a very nice thing about prasad because he says there is a Sri Lassidha Maharaj he's typical of him he's not a black and white person <laughs> so he says there are different levels of prasad because sometimes we just prasad, prasad prasad I buy a vegan sausage hot dog whatever there I throw some mantras over. <laughs> yeah. Traditional, traditional, traditional. Allah Prasad keeps that. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. With all respect to the 
fried potatoes that you broke today. It's okay with this. How do you call this potato? Oh, chips. 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 No problem, no problem, no problem, no problem. Life goes on. <laughs> but I remember once also proud, but I don't know which temple, in the very first moment, the devotees were serving something that they, some cookies they were buying, I don't know where, and serving the temple. And probably said, what's that? No, Prasad, Prabhupada. <laughs> that's not Prasad, that's trash. <laughs> the others were like shocked. No, no, but we offered to the deity. And Prabhupada was even more shocked. <laughs> we offered that thing to the deity. And I'm like, <laughs> that was good for who knows who. And so Sila Sema said, there are four things that one has to take into consideration when speaking about Prasad. Because there are levels of Prasad. I mean, let's be honest. If I have here, oh, I have some grains, I have some grains, literally. But these are Jagan and Mahaprasad take with me for breaking. But let's say these were cooked by Srila Prabhupada. Say, have some Prasad by Prabhupada. And I have some rice I cooked today. You prefer some of both? I think you will be. You will engage in prejudice. <laughs> you will be subjective there. Objectivity there. So, so Srila Srila says, Four items have to be there regarding the consciousness behind the, the, the prasad. The, the consciousness that the cooker was having. Cooker? Cook. The cook, sorry. Second, the consciousness that would have, that, that, that the one who offered huh, had. Third, the consciousness behind the one who was serving the prasad. Sometimes it's the same person always, but. And fourth, the consciousness behind the one accepting. So all, if all those four points are in the ideal level, that's topmost precept. Do you follow the point? No? Yeah. It's not just about like blind faith and I drew, drew and that's magical precept. It became Pizza Hut magical precept now. No, it's hard. <laughs> they ask, of course, if you are <laughs> if you are topmost Sultan Bhagavad, you can take fish like Bamsi Das Babaji and that's prasad. But hmm, we shouldn't imitate. <laughs> so, so this giving and receiving prasad is very important. Srila Sir Maharaj would make big emphasis in his commentary to this, word, to this section. He says, Anamaya. Anamaya means the food item, the survival. Basic survival instinct is eating. That's the most immediate thing of survival, but survival also implies our entanglement in this world. So he says, if you can solve that first point of how to survive and eat in a way that is non-entangling, <laughs> thank you, you are practically have solved everything. <laughs> yeah. Because that's the most pri- primate, you say, primate, like impulse, primate, I have to survive, eating. So, if you do that in the best possible way, most probably all the other things that come after that will be in aligned to that. So, the idea here is by properly honoring Prasad, we will be uh, starting with the, our right feet. You say that in English also? Okay. Anamaya, this consciousness about food, that's the main the first impulse in our life, food. No? A baby is just like instinctively going to the breast, no? food survival. No? So if eventually we continue knowing how to solve that main hmm, tendency, that can be really, really helpful. All the other tendencies that we need to harmonize, how to engage in them without being entangled in this world.
So, and this is a very big, uh, pretty lakshanam, very nice loving exchange. It's not only, hey, you have the plate, eat. No, but you really have to... It's a whole culture, if you really... I mean, Indian Vedic culture, I remember also showing... Sorry, I'm sharing so many stories from India, but you go to India, you have so many stories to share. <laughs> the first time going to India, we were working with, like, I don't know, 40 devotees, and... And, and, and one of the leading devotees of the group were here at the distance, some kirtan going on in one house. So he looked at us and said, like, we said, okay, yeah. He must know them and they are doing kirtan. So we entered, it was the first floor, no? so he knocked the door. And they opened the door. With the people from the house opened the door and I saw their face, I realized they do not know us, any of us. <laughs> I was looking, I was like 40, 50, an ending stream of people, you know. And, 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 and this leading devotee say, look at Kirtan. Like, can we go enter Kirtan? I said, yes, 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 yes. They were surprised, but nicely. So they, oh yeah, enter. So we enter, and the whole house was like half this room, you know. So we were like, and then there was this classical evening family Kirtan in Vrindavan, the parents there, the kids, the, the grandfather in the in the, in the seats in the other rooms, so very like, very nice. So we were singing, and, and they have all this what is called in Sanskrit atiti seva. No? Atiti seva means the art of being a proper, uh, how do you say, host. Mm-hmm. Host. Yeah. No? And there was, of course, the scripture says, if the host comes, you should offer some nice food, something to drink, some seed, of afli- or at least if you have nothing of that at least you offer some sweet words. Be affectionate. That's the most important thing. That's the point. So at that point, they were not expecting 50 Western wild Kirtanias there <laughs> at their house at 8 p.m. So this, they were just they were asking forgiveness, begging forgiveness. Sorry, I, do nothing, I have nothing to give you. I have nothing to give you. I, I was embarrassed, like, sorry, you sorry. I mean, you forgive me that I just invaded your house with 50 guys. <laughs> so sorry. And it was, no, no, sorry. But they say, but tomorrow, please, come again, and we will offer you a real feast. And I was just thinking, he's just saying that as a, something to say, just to close the conversation when we were leaving. But at the end, this leading, they would say, well, tomorrow we are invited to the Prasad feast they organize. So we went to mo- at the, day, at the other day, and of course there were like 25 more <laughs> because Prasadam feasts, you know, some immediate by Bab Prakash expansions appeared there. So. <laughs> but they were ready for receiving all all of us, no? and they started to serve Prasad with such a no? care and affection. And you know, they have this idea of they serve, they serve, and they want. Okay, sometimes they want to give more because they have this idea about feeding a sannyasi, you are blessed. But in this case, it was not some fruitive exchange. They really wanted like to. And I remember first time in India, I didn't know that I had to do like this. So I was saying, no, thank you, no more. I put like, I was, how, how can I say that? I, and, I had, and I didn't want to leave remnants, so I had to eat and eat. And eat. <laughs> but there was affection there. So there was always some place for extra affection. No? <laughs> you may become a little bit expanded, but more, more affection is there. 
Now your heart is growing, but receive more affection, so your your body has to grow to accommodate <laughs> the, the, the increase of the heart. <laughs> Many sadhus has this, no? They are classical, so it's natural. <laughs> so the point is at the end they were serving us so much for some like twenty preparations, different things and so on. And they're begging forgiveness again. Sorry again, we didn't have anything. And it was like, I was just amazed. No, was amazed. So this is the idea. No? It was mainly the affection, not the preparations and how much I eat or ate or not. But they were so willing to please. Now you felt that. They wanted to please us. There was a whole culture there. So Vaishnava culture should be like that. This Atiti Seva means being a proper host. And eventually we want to be host. We want to be hosting a, a big performance going on in our heart, as Guru Maharaj says, no? In a theater, how do you say? In a heart near you. <laughs> <laughs> no? So we, we are trying to establish, as we spoke with the, the stage of Saranagati, the foundations of the theater of Siddhanta, eventually the whole play will go, show must go on forever, <laughs> and uh, we have to be proper host. How to receive Sri Krishna Guru here? So this Prasad point, giving and receiving, has a lot to do with this idea of being a proper host or being properly hosted no? because when someone really wants to give full affection I mean, you have to surrender in that you cannot put some opposition that would be a lack of qualification from your part you have to just <laughs> I will let myself be nurtured from tip to toe so you see all these six points that Rupa Goswami mentions are so drenched in this idea of being affectionate and, this, and that way should be the Vaishnav dealings. In these so-called ordinary daily situations, eating, eating is, shouldn't be a something ordinary. That's the thing we most do every single day. We should transform that into the whole extraordinary event. Extraordinary event means pretty lakshana, exchange of affection. That's extraordinary. <laughs> Giving gifts, opening your heart, revealing your mind. All of the six points are giving and receiving different types of gifts, or different types of prasad, different types of grace, or different types of opening the heart. <laughs> no, one can be applied to the other. No? When you give a, give a gift, you are opening your heart, and then once you are giving some form of prasad. <laughs> when you receive prasad, you are receiving the open heart of that person. You are receiving a soulful. So all of them are interconnected, and all of them run by this line. Pretty Be affectionate in your dealings with the Vaishnava. That's the mood of Sadhu Sangha. So, well, some words about this fourth verse, and I will invite my dear Sripad Bhaktivai Ashram Maharaj to give some words to conclude the topic and bless us. Sripad Bhaktivai Ashram Maharaj Ki Jai. Right. I, I, I'm having a hard time imagining what I could add. In one sense, the, um, these are the ordinary dealing. This is this is how we deal with each other in the world. Everybody does this. And these are exchanges, as Padmanabha Maharaj <coughs> so nicely said, of affection. It's not necessarily um, unloading my secrets on somebody or um, just giving a gift uh, to be noticed or something like that. But we're, you know, we're exchanging 
love. And I really like how he pointed out that um, it's, a, it's good for us to know <coughs> what the other person likes, what they need. Um, and uh, I know that uh, when Tripurari Maharaj comes here, comes to Western North Carolina, um, I know one thing he likes, sourdough bread. That's also something I make. <laughs> so I get to make <coughs> uh, bread for him, and then I get to hear, oh, how, you know, how he liked that particular loaf of bread, how quickly he might have gone through it. <coughs> but th- th- these, th- these are the real, I mean, everybody does this, right? What do we do? Um, when we like somebody, when there's someone that we really like and we want to let them know we like them, we find out what they want and we get it. You know, we find an excuse to, to, to make a gift. Um, you know, we, when we were kids, you know, we, we had a crush on a girl, we find out what kind of perfume she likes or kind of flower she likes or something like that. Um, and, you know, the other person's uh, expression of affection is to accept um, that gift. But this is a transformation. And, and what do we do with our friends or our family? Um, uh, we, we have them over for dinner or we take them out to dinner. And they accept our invitation. <clears throat> and we hang out together and we open our hearts and talk. Um, you know, exchange um, our secrets. But when we do it like this, it's a, it's a real transformation because bhakti is not a um, it's not a, a, a conventional religion that's the first thing that the Bhagavatam rejects I mean, Bhagavatam says you want to hear what, what we have to say here first thing is dharma prochita kaitavatra paramo saranam satam you've got to become pure in heart satam what does that mean completely free from envy because you, there's nothing you want you know you just want love you don't want material pleasure, you don't want to, to get ahead in the world, um, you, you don't want uh, the reputation for being virtuous. These things are, you know, the reputation for being virtuous, uh, Raghunath Das Goswami compares it to the, you know, the, the urine of an ass. Um, and, uh, and, and we don't even want liberation. So these are kaitava dharma, these are all because they're about us. Um, so if we want, you know, if we want to, to hear what's in the Bhagavatam, we have to start from the point of having, being free from all those things, being pure. So, uh, you know, bhakti is not a, a conventional religion. It's not a, a karma or sin management system. You know, <laughs> the, the Catholic Church became famous for, for that in the Middle Ages, mm-hmm. selling indulgences. And so you could be the biggest... Creep, um, and you know, in in the in the city. But if you brought enough to the bishop, um, then you know, you'd be absolved of easily absolved of all those sins. The, the movies about that, you know, the mafia guys who go to church, you know, they go to their grandchildren's uh, baptisms and or whatever. Um, so it's not like that at all. It's all about exchanging love. And there's a sense in which um, the sadhus tell us um, our religion is Vaishnavism, which means we worship the Vaishnavas. 
And <clears throat> when we when we exchange affection with Vaishnavas, we're letting them into our heart, and that transforms. That's what that's what happens when we get close. I, was ta- I mentioned that the other day. You know, when we when we get close to each other, um, we affect each other, and you know, and and these are you know these are the ways that we can exchange affection um, among the Vaishnavas. That we can worship the Vaishnavas, and sometimes that means accepting prasad. Sometimes it means uh, accepting a gift. Um, sometimes it means um, hearing somebody's realizations or um, somebody's struggle. And sometimes it means sharing yours uh, of either. And and that's those are guhyamakyati uh, prachati. Those, those are um, confidential dealings. We do that with with people we trust. Um, we make those kinds of exchanges. I mean, intimacy is for people who trust each other. So, uh, Krishna consciousness means building um, trust among each other. Um, Maharaj started out talking about, you know, the Gaur Parivar. It just re- it reminds me of um, something Srila Prabhupada said in a letter that he wrote to me. He said that we're all one family. And you know, we, you know, we should uh, treat each other like that. It, we're a small enough group that that kind of comes naturally, and it's a bunch of really nice people, so it's just easy. Um, but that's you know, this preti lakshanam is it's it's such an important thing. I remember twenty some odd years ago, Pranada had a newsletter that she circulated called Preeti Lakshanam. And it was an opportunity for devotees to exchange their realizations, uh, to share uh, their concerns, um, you know, about how you know we're developing um, as a family of devotees. And so and so, you know, we are all one family, and we shouldn't be like um, Dhritarashtra, Pandavas, uh, Mamaka Pandavascha, that. Cousins who, you know, I mean, these are first cousins and they grew up together. They were educated, you know, educate, went to school together, played together. Not always so nicely, but that's kids. Especially if you've got one like uh, Duryodhana and another one like Dushasana. But, um, but the whole thing, 640 million men had to die from one angle of vision. Um, and all their families had to be disrupted in the ways that they are when that happens. Um, because Dhritarashtra couldn't let go of this us and them thing. That I mean, that's just such. An, I mean, that's right there in the very first verse of Bhagavad Gita. Mama Kapanda Oh, here comes trouble. You know. So, um, so I I just really like that I that um, you know his idea of talking about Gore Parivar, and uh, I mean people who know me that know me know that I'm. Uh, a big part of my project is looking for places to kick stones out of walls so that we can share more easily. A little cross-pollination is you know, a healthy thing. You know, otherwise, you know, there's a lot of interbreeding and we end up like the royal families of Europe or something. <laughs> Strange. Um, so, um, you know, being, being open um, 
and and uh, and sharing affection is it's it's such an important thing because bhakti yoga is about transformation it's about changing our hearts swami likes to say that a lot the spiritual life is about change um, and we know that don't we you know some of us grew up in krishna consciousness some of us encountered krishna consciousness later in our lives those of us who encounter krishna consciousness later in our lives really know about oh this is this really is about changing the way I see the world, the way I de- interact with the world. We were a little weird at first, uh, we're especially weird with our families. I think uh, people we should have been nicest to. Um, fortunately, in most cases, they cared enough about us to to put up with that, and uh, everybody kind of generally becomes friends with their family. But this is, you know, this is our this is our life. This Vaishnavism, worshiping the Vaishnavas, um, and uh, and sometimes, as, as Maharaj points out, that um, that affection means accepting others' affection, and that can be a little uncomfortable for a number of reasons. Some a lo- some more healthier than others. Um, I, I know a little bit more about the less healthy. Uh, reasons and you know, that those of you who know me also know that that's you know, part of my deal, part of my struggle. So um, this is you know this is a, a really um, really important verse and, uh, and I'm just I don't know really happy for so many reasons um, that the devotees kept just tugging at me to come this weekend. Um, because um, because I've been changed by the different um, exchanges that we've had. You know, by, I've been changed by the kirtans, by the prasadam, uh, by Abraham puppet intervention. <laughs> um, so um, and and uh, and and by the talks. And so anyway, this this is this is big stuff. And, and uh, I feel I feel fortunate uh, to be with so many really fortunate uh, devotees. Come back soon. Yes. Oh, that's an invitation. It means I have to accept it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Happily. Get you down twice a month. Oh. Well, maybe it's not a question. Yeah, just a a (coughs) thought that maybe you could expand on um, that sometimes dealings with devotees are not ideal and can be very people. So. Guru Maharaj talks about like how it's easier to respect people and wish them well mm-hmm. from a distance. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm wondering if either of you could kind of speak on that, like maybe wanting to cultivate relationships with devotees and having our world revolve around a devotee community, but that doesn't always work out. 
Sujatiya. <clears throat> you need to know your own jati. Mm-hmm. Also, if you if you don't have some kind of refined sense of your own identity, then you may place yourself just in the general association, and that may be rough because mm. you haven't refined your own sense to to know what is like-minded association. Um, so it's kind of trial by fire. But Maharaj has been talking about that since he's been here. You know, that as, as our sense of identity becomes um, refined, then our tastes become more specific. Our needs become um, more specific. Yeah. And to be able to recognize that these people or this association can't fulfill that to be okay mm-hmm. with that. <laughs> There's other mm-hmm. jetties. Mm-hmm. There's other... But the very word swajatiya also, I think, means what you are saying. Swajatiyas get together with others of the same jati, but swa means your own. So mm. Swajatiya means know your own jati and know the ones who will be eventually your own jati. So, <laughs> so but yes, it's important. Right. Yeah, who goes to somebody else's family reunion? We didn't go to the Romano family reunions or something like that. <laughs> Do not give new ideas, Maharaj. Maybe I may inspire to, to taste Rasa Bas with. Other family yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on how good the prasad. There is affection. How tasty the grace is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they like you. Yeah, because when you have that affectionate feeling, so then we're trying to seek those out, right? Mm-hmm. But if you actually, if you feel that affectionate dealings with the Vaishnavas or with Sadhu Sangha, like you're saying, that's at the heart of Sadhu Sangha is mm-hmm. affectionate dealings. So then we should seek out that association that we were, we feel that affection, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And as Mara says, eventually that affection be- becomes, of course, more universal, as we say the other day, more specific at the same time. Mm-hmm. Oh. So, and you require certain association in, in, in that regard as well. Specific in terms that you advance and you have some type of love and attraction to Krishna in a specific way. But you, your heart expands and you have a universal love mm-hmm. for everyone. So, mm-hmm. but it's, all that will be a byproduct of some affection that is triggering all that from the very first moment. And I think I like what Mara said also the importance of knowing your present capacity of how much you can give and how much you can receive because sometimes you can have good intention <laughs> but trying to give or receive more than what you can and you can eventually become overwhelmed and uh, die of an overdose in your devotional life <laughs> I've seen devotees sometimes in this situation so really a, a symptom of humility and sincerity is also to really be able to acknowledge okay, I can give till now Till here now, and receive till here now. I want to give more. I want to receive more in the proper way. Receive, 
That's what means to grow devotionally, to be able to give and receive more than what you can do now. It's day after day project. We should know where to stop it. If an say, someone asks, he asks the question, how to serve an envious person? Because a Vaishnava wants to serve everyone. Mm-hmm. But it has to do it in a different way because not everyone will accept, appreciate the approach equally. <coughs> we say the best way you can serve an envious person is take some distance from that person. Mm-hmm. It's still you are trying to serve that person. But envy is such a disgusting thing that the best thing you can do for that person is take a distance. So that speaks about how I'm becoming is envy. <laughs> but you should be open-hearted so when that person stops being envious, you can go close again and try to serve another but envy do not allow loving pretty lakshana. That's why it's the exact opposite to <laughs> sadhu sangha. And the madhima bhakta behavior of the madhima bhakta reflects that as well. Yeah. Next verse will be speaking about that. Right. They they love they love the Lord. They <coughs> make friends with the devotees. They're uh, merciful to the innocent, which is just about everybody, mm-hmm. and they neglect the uh, the envious. Mm-hmm. So that's how they serve them. They don't bother them. If you go say something to, you know, if I were to try to, to you know, to preach to Daniel Dennett, for example, uh, about love of God, I would just arouse his ire. That's not very nice. Wouldn't love it. Oh, and mine too. Everybody would see, oh, the guy does have a temper. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The important yeah. thing is to do ev- all of those things, whatever you do, in the spirit of service. Yeah. No? <laughs> That's it. In your Abhiman or identification, I'm a servant. How can I say brother here? Taking some distance. That's my seva. I would like to offer a higher seva, but that's the best seva I can offer. <laughs> but still, it should be done in the spirit of seva, not in the spirit of. You are an envious one, mm-hmm. or a poison, a snake, or whatever. Mm. Seba. Mm-hmm. So that's mm. So are you giving classes in Saragrahi right now? When you go right back? now? No, I mean, when you go back. Ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no expansion still happening. <laughs> 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 For Prasad, I, I express my way about Prakash with you now. <laughs> I don't know yet. Maybe some classes will be there. I mean, till Guru Maharaj comes, but yeah. also there are some other classes. I'm expecting on Wednesday to go to Ashramara to see the class. Mm-hmm. And I think tomorrow Bhakti Rasa invites <laughs> invited for some class. Tuesday, tomorrow? Tomorrow yeah. night. Mm-hmm. Hopefully journey is not so intense. <laughs> so mm-hmm. On Wednesday I will go to Maharaj well, class. Yeah, we want to continue the we can yeah we can join in from mm-hmm. here. We would we'd okay. love to okay. good, good idea. finish mm-hmm. it. Oh yeah. She's good about streaming. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. She's got that time. I'll take into consideration. Okay, thank okay, you. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Great. And maybe we can, I was speaking with Babu today in the morning. It was funny because we were speaking, organizing something. We didn't realize we were <laughs> going to see each other in some hour. <laughs> making something in Nashville, maybe. It was inviting for the weekend. Really nice. That's okay. okay.
we may continue with them. I think the, the other verses could be spoken, not one per class, because I think it would be too much time regarding rumors coming, and we may not even be able to close. So mm. maybe three, four more times. I will take into consideration. Thank you for the invitation.